<laughs> we are TikTok. We on TikTok now. Dude, we're recording. Oh yeah, we are. We live. We live. No. <laughs> oh shit! You never know what the Prince of Production gonna do to y'all. Hey, well, go ahead and cue in our music. Let's get the real start. <laughs> I like that start, by the way. Just gotta keep you on your toes. I like it. Hey, who was that? A bitch. <laughs> What's up, motherfuckers? What's what up? up? Hey, we had that. We had that real live. Hope all y'all enjoyed that. I guess I guess that's a little fun. I guess let me put my glass. That's a bitch. <laughs> How about that? Hey, so what's up, guys? Anything new? Another what's wonderful day, man. I can't complain. Another what's Wednesday. Go- what about you, Jim? You Great ki- day, man. You kill anybody today? No. Wanted to a couple times, but I didn't. Dude, how was opening day this past weekend? Oh, it was great, man. It was great. <laughs> it was great? It was crazy. How long yeah. was it? I said we left the ballpark around, what was it, like two, three? Ooh. Hey, I'm, Something like that. Anybody who's into baseball, or your kids are in baseball, you know opening day is an all-day It was a circus, man. Dude, it's almost like with us with football. Fucking uh, the jamborees. Oh, oh my lord, you're gonna play nine games, and God forbid, or you play three games, and God forbid they put your games in order. You know, one, two, three, you play a quarter. No, let's put you one at seven o'clock, let's put you one at noon, and you know what, three or four. Or if you get older kids, let's play 6 30. <laughs> Remember when we had ours, both our boys were playing early, and then we were playing late as shit because we we're the older kids, so it's like so fucked up, but you survived, so. That's a good thing. Did you kill any of your kids? No, actually not. Both uh, my kids are still alive. Well, both of them love baseball, so it was easy. It's not like I have to force them to go out there. Did you, you have to coach? Them? No. Hey, I no. can. I can tell you this. You know what you missed because of opening day? One hell of a boat trip with the beard and the boys on Friday night. Yeah, Woo. dude, that was good fun. I saw it. Me and I started at six thirty p.m. Omar showed up at nine p.m. The king of production over here, Jason, shows up at 11 p.m. He took a nap, everybody. So right. y'all don't I, know. I was like he a college student. A little bit. Huh? I was like a college student. That's not a college student. Go out at 11. Like, that's the no. time to go out. And just so you know, we all shut it down at 7.30 a.m. No, I think just us two. Because yeah. we, we, we went, went home. We went to, we went to breakfast first before hey, we all went home. I had to work at 7 a.m. Breakfast so was not. that's one of the reasons why Jimmy wasn't on the boat. That was on sa- not on Saturday. Not You're off on Saturday. Saturday. You went Friday night? We went yes. Friday night, bro. Okay. You got me on that one. Hey, but either way, we were so inebriated. I was literally at a at our local Denny's trying to put food in my mouth, falling asleep. <laughs> while okay. taking hey, my hashtag must be honest. That is so true. Hey. Denny's is used to this. I think this is why they put Denny's on the fucking planet. We're the only two we're only and four people in there because yeah, the me, house. you, my and our wives. That's it. Plus, some people wait, working uh, there. We would have went to eat with y'all, but it wasn't on the way home. I was like, nope, I ain't going. Yeah, you really fucked me up when you sent me that picture. Told me, oh, look what we bought, an RV. And I was like, oh, shit, Beard and the Boys taking a road trip? <laughs> you talking about Canton. I was like, we got we to gotta have something to ride up hey, here. Hey, we talked it, about it, didn't we? And he almost made it happen. Hey, it was the most National Lampoon's RV you've ever seen in your fucking <laughs> life. It's an RV, Clark. I'll give it to you. You can post it on the page. Oh, yeah, and, he, and he's like, he's like, he says, just kidding, but the dude that I took the picture from, he got pissed. Yeah, he, he didn't like that shit. Too much. So what? The, Jen said you shouldn't have put a for sale sign. Hey, don't post, don't park an awesome ass RV on the side of the street unless you want people to stop and take a picture with it. Like, I mean, seriously, I mean, it it's is on the side of the road. It's on the side of the road. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna tell you what I would have, shit I would have done when I was a teenager, but um, it was a lot worse than take pictures. They probably pissed on the door handles. Well, some shit like went that. inside, <laughs> had some fun. Uh, he might have found me in their sleep. Something <laughs> all past. The, hey, he just he just came out. Hey, he's squatting in somebody's fucking camper. Like, <laughs> hey, you got fucking Jimmy the hobo over here, just fucking <laughs> hanging out in an RV. So, so where were you when you, when you saw that RV? Oh, uh, oh, uh, we were on our way to Publix, and we passed it. And then when I passed it, I was like, oh, I should get a picture with that, and say I just bought it. Jen's like, turn around, turn around. <laughs> hey, 
fucking got us too, dude. Hey, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, cause I'm like, uh, Jason just bought an RV, I believe, and my and my wife goes, uh, what the fuck did he drink last night? <laughs> I showed, you showed I showed her the picture then. <laughs> yeah. And I showed my wife and she was like, what the fuck? Last night was so much fun. That's what she said. I was like, you damn right. We turned up. So we were very inebriated and it was a hell of a night, man. We had a good time and I'm going to do, you know, you can go follow us on our TikTok at Beard Boys Official. There's going to be pictures with music playing with it. It's going to be nice. Yeah, it was a good time. Thanks we had, for some, we had, we had some fun. A couple uh, wet uh, Jordans. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, somebody don't know how to be a captain. That's what I, I mean. Oh man, we ain't gonna throw my boy old chili dog under the bus no, like I think that. That was you, bro. <laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs> I didn't Jordan? wait your Jordans. No, that was okay. I was sitting beside you. I didn't tell you to dump the minors out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said it with an ER. Man, that was good times. Good yeah, time, we man. we had a good time. And shout out to Omar for the week before at the meet and greet at the brewery for giving me the heads up on the boat. Oh, like, bro, you don't really like if you come out on the boat, it's real. And I'm like. Jen's like, we gonna go? I was like, um, what? Uh, just, just let y'all wait. know, peer, said, peer pressure was a motherfucker. I was like, Omar's night. not going till nine because we went in and said, "Don't be a bitch, Jason." No, and I mean, all of a sudden, Jason came out. I mean, I knew I was coming, but I did it. I played it right. That was the best adult decision that I made in a long time. I was still tired though. Oh, I'm still tired. I had to get back up at noon and go play paintball with my son for his birthday. We had plans so, on Sunday. That was fun to go to our early dinner. Had some friends and I was like, nah, Jen. <laughs> Jen went, but I, I texted my buddy. I was like, sorry, bro. I just need a day. I love you, but I'm going to sleep. <laughs> I need a day to just relax. I even watched NASCAR. <laughs> I had NASCAR on for a little bit. Damn, that didn't put you to sleep. It did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I usually say we, we worked on the yard. We worked in the backyard and the patio at the house on Saturday, and I had golf on Sunday. So S- Saturday night, I went over to Tampa to the Tampa Improv. Oh, how was that? I was good. Brent, Brennan Schaub and all of them, dude, were. Amazing, dude! It was a really good show. I think just as funny as he was was the table across from us, dude. When I tell you, fucking hammered. One dude had to be carried into the comedy show, and then his buddy that carried him in had was more fucked up. up than he was when he <laughs> left. So it was it was crazy, but it was it was it was a great time, man. Who all was there with him? You remember? Oh shit! I don't know. I was pretty drunk, but I know it was a. Uh, um, something Cruz from Miami. He's a he does the um he does a podcast. What is the podcast called? Shit, I couldn't tell you. But I'm, so no big names. I mean, yeah, just like I'm, openers and. Yeah, I mean they had some. I mean, some guys that I mean, if I wasn't probably really pretty buzzed and drinking my ties and shit up there, I'd probably remember who they were. But Brendan Child was really funny. His set was really really good. Were they doing the meet and greet afterwards? Or um, COVID kind of. Uh, t- uh, Brandon didn't do the meet and greet, but he had his brother out there selling merch, um, and a couple of the uh, openers were selling merch. Um, After Brandon got that COVID, he's like, "I ain't doing this." Shit. Actually, he was pretty fucking open. He was telling everybody how great Florida's governor was and how you know they opened everything up and it was great. And he's like, "Fuck California!" And that dude's a communist. And he's got everything locked down. He's like, "You guys get to eat in restaurants. We don't even get to eat in fucking restaurants." Goes, real talk. Real talk. Not to get into too much politics, but... We can get into it a little bit. Go- Governor DeSantis, and I ain't saying whether I'm a fan or not, but he's playing his cards right into a, a four years from now running for the... Well, he did, come, he did come right behind Trump. Well, see, if, he, if, he, uh, he's Trump the without CPAC. the Trumpism. Well, you know what I mean? Like, he's he. they have the same outlook on things, but he ain't like Trump as far as just going to be so flamboyant and all that, so he's got a really good shot. Governor DeSantis don't give up. Fuck. I mean, he don't. I mean, he give don't. A shit. But Trump is on another level. When well, it comes oh, to but not Trump definitely don't give a fuck. And just so, since we're talking about Trump, we're not going to get too much into politics, like you said. But we'll talk a little bit about it. Why not? I mean, we're here to talk real talk. Where right. that stimulus at, Uncle Joe? That's what uh, yeah. I need to know. Hey, shit, I, I, I got some. Uh, I got some uh, stuff. I don't, to pay I don't for. know if anybody agrees or not, but I need him to cancel a little bit of student loans where I'm at with the whole situation. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, my mortgage. I can, I can like him a little bit if he cancels my student loans. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Trump announced bit. this past week he's running in 2024. He goes, I got unfinished business. I'm bringing it. So we'll see how that plays out. I mean. Well, I'm going to go on record right now and say, Donald Trump, um, I liked you. I respected you at the beginning. But I, th- I he just needs to sit down. That, that's just my take. I think. It's too toxic. We don't need that. 
we don't need another four years leading up to that and then all the division. But somebody like DeSantis, where where people like the way he falls on the line on things, I think that's a better way of going well, for the for the for somebody who's a registered Republican. I like that a little better. Well, they they said this past week was was a CPAC over at the at the um, over on I Drive over the convention center because uh, my son, my wife, and I we got to kind of we drove by going to play uh, top golf on Sunday and boy did we see some stuff uh, out there. But uh, they said that if Trump does not get the nomination, DeSantis is the next one in line for the Republican Party. He did receive the most votes in, in reality to, to take on the presidency for the Republicans. And what about that one guy? He ran a couple of years ago and he was on the news. He had like a cable show on one of the network stations. But he's out there going hard right now for Trump. Uh, kind of a crazy Republican. Y'all don't know who I'm talking about? Mm. Uh, what's his name? I'll look it up. I'm I'm a producer. I I should find it. Or what state? You, you're not talking about a conspiracy theory, dude. Are yeah, you? yeah. Oh, you're talking about fucking the who was on Joe Rogan? He's all conspiracy. No, 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 no. no. He wasn't on Joe Rogan. Oh, not that guy. Who are you talking about but, on Joe Rogan? Um, no, another one that's they're saying that may get the uh, uh the nod is Candace Owens. The other oh, yeah. Republican. The, yeah. Hey, and I don't, look. The young lady, Candace yeah. Owens is really, I mean, look, I think Trump, the way Trump handled his stuff, you know what I mean? It's, um, he had a lot of good business stuff, you know what I mean? A lot of the financially part for the government stuff, it was all great. But I think that there was a lot of, there's a lot of different stuff going on. I'm a Candace Owens fan. All my black friends are going to kill me for that one, but. I'm a Candace Owens fan, and I wouldn't mind seeing, honestly, I wouldn't mind seeing Candace Owens and Trump and Ivanka, Ivanka Trump and Candace Owens together. Mm. I was thinking Junior. I like Junior, too. Junior's, Junior. Junior's yeah. funny, yeah. I like Junior. He's funny. Anybody but Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe, like, it, it's sad to me. I got a lot of Democrat friends, and I'm not, I used to be Democrat, but it's just, uh, it's sad that this guy is up there as the leader, and I don't – there's other people pulling the strings. I think we all know that. But it's just – but like he, there's no way in the world he's the best. But hashtag, let's be honest. As, as, a, pres, as a president, there's a lot of people pulling strings. Oh, absolutely. The, the difference was you got to hear Trump say what the hell he wanted. And he's he was the first ever president to say whatever the hell he wanted, whenever the hell he wanted. And for that, a lot of Americans resonated with that. And that was the biggest thing. Most other presidents are always going to be PC, politically correct, and say what they have to say and not what they really want to say. Because I'm pretty sure if if it was an unfiltered mic, there'd be a whole lot of shit being said that most of America would be like, that's pretty true. Yeah. Yeah. I have to agree. Yeah, I think he was a little brash for a lot of people. And, you know, I mean, it kind of it rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. And he probably, he definitely, without a doubt, was not one of the best well-spoken presidents we had. I mean, I think we can, Republican or not, or Democrat or whatever, you can, I mean, some of the things he said, you were probably like, we probably need to go a different route with that. When you're calling dude, foreign leaders, rocket man, and shit like that, hey, it's funny as fuck. We can all laugh at it when you're calling North Korean leader rocket man, but at some point, you have to take shit seriously, and you have to speak seriously. And I think a lot of things financially he did for the federal government and for the nation was great. I think uh, I think a lot of people hate on him because he got out of the the Paris uh, environmental agreement or whatever it was. Yep. But the reason he got out of it is because the United States was getting fucking raped when it comes to financially. We were paying a large bill of that. It wasn't the fact that he hated the hated the environment and let's let's just let everything die. It's the fact that. It's what's best financially for the country. Let me tell you what, what pissed everybody off with Trump is because he put us first and it was fuck everybody else. The United States was number one when he was the president and he spoke the way he wanted to speak and he didn't give a fuck whether anybody liked it and he still don't. If he speaks oh, sure. now, he's going to tell you what the fuck he thinks and it doesn't matter what you think. And that's why everybody didn't like him. Yeah, he had a little sense. I mean, he definitely had a little... He definitely had a little bit of arrogance to him to where it was like, 
what he thought was his way and there was no other way. And look, you want a little bit of confidence like that in the person that's leading your country, but I was about to say, but you you gotta have that confidence when it comes to you, leading the greatest country in the, in, in the world, right? I, oh, absolutely, absolutely. But do I feel like we need to go back to? I, I feel like that basis, a lot of the stuff financially for our country, and the way he handled some of the trade deals and all of that was great. And do I think we need to have that same mentality? as far as how we run the country as a business and how we take care of us financially and the rights and the good goods for us and us first, I think 100% we need that. Do I think we need a clearer speaker, a better speaker in front of that with them same ideas? It probably will not hurt. You know what I'm saying? You'll probably get more respect from other countries when you have somebody who speaks a little bit clearer, a little bit more presidential. Some people would say, Oh, sleepy Joe. Damn sure. Ain't that guy. Oh no. Sleep. Is he even awake right now? Sleepy Shit. Joe, Dan, dude. It, half the shit he says sounds like kindergarten gibberish. I'm look, not lying to you. Look, I'm pretty sure they're having a hard time waking him up. You know what I'm saying? We call that dead uh, in most countries. Uh, you get what I'm saying? But he got elected because he was the guy running against Trump. Hey, and let's vote for somebody besides Trump. So Trump's not our president. That's hey, pretty much what it boiled down to. Did you see the picture of him with his dogs? I have not. Yeah, when he the, tripped over and broke his fucking ankles, that we talking. The about? only reason he's gotten a picture of them dogs because they put pigtails on it. Told him it was a little girl. Oh shit, that's fucked up. My bad. Oh, did you see the the meme <laughs> on Facebook? Gas prices are going up faster than Joe. Than uh, it takes Joe to go sniff a twelve year old. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so look, we know Joe Biden is probably. We can all see it financially, and I've seen. I've heard from a couple of people that I know that voted for Joe are saying they kind of they don't regret voting for him, not voting for Trump, but they definitely regret voting for Joe Biden. That's what it boils down to, bro. That's exactly why half these people voted for Joe Biden. That's what I'm saying. It's to vote because against they didn't want they didn't want to vote for Trump. That's why I don't think Trump should run again because it, it's just gonna cause more division. People are tribal and they're just gonna go against them. You know, what I mean, instead of if you like, you could have views on DeSantis, right? and how he's handled Florida. The only knock that I could say is, like, unemployment with him. Like, I don't knock him for how he's handled the COVID thing because I don't think there's necessarily a right answer. But everybody kind of around the country is looking at Florida like, all right, they're kind of leaders of this. So if if he ran, people are going to look at the decisions that he made and, and base it off of that, you know, how he was leading the state during the crisis. If Trump runs, it, it, it's all out the window. It's I don't like him. I'm not voting for him. And it, and then it doesn't matter who ro- runs against him, as we can see with Uncle Joe, which that's a bigger problem for the Democratic Party when you got you got some really younger Democratic candidates that are strong. So th- that party needs a little help, but we can. There's go de- definitely more a uh, decisive. Uh, or a divide in the Democratic Party than there is in the Republican Party right now, currently. And I mean, you you can see that just based on what wants what wants to happen. So yeah, I think that I think that the, um, with Joe Biden, I don't like a lot of things he stands for. I think that I think I mean at heart, I'm definitely a conservative um, in a lot of aspects. But there's a lot of things that I would call myself more of an independent. You know what I mean? I'm more kind of down the middle. So, you know, it's kind of, it puts me in a weird spot. I love the way Trump handled a lot of things, most things. I really didn't, I really didn't care how he handled a lot of the, a lot of the division in this country. I think that there was better ways to handle it. I think his mindset may have been in the right place and what his purpose was in the right place, but the words that came out of his mouth to handle it and how he handled it was in a bad, it was not the right way to handle it. That's what you get when you have a non-politician as your president. Yeah, when you and have, you imagine when, one when of you us have a reality star and a businessman as your president. That's what you get. I mean, in all reality, you're gonna get, you're gonna get real, you're getting real reality TV in the White House. Well, that's won him. The, that's what won him the election because he was not a lifelong politician. Yeah, he didn't. Like, give, he gave no fucks. And so, nobody, he didn't give a fuck what the other ones thought about him. So I'm a good example, right? When he came along, I liked the fact that he wasn't a, a politician. I thought he was funny. That Rosie O'Donnell line was the the, the classic 
comedy. It was the timing was perfect. Like he, he nailed it. So for me, I'm looking at it like, yes, finally, something, something different. But over time, he just kept, it's like he, he could not just reel it in a little bit, Donald. You know what I mean? Like just back it up a little bit, watch what you say a little bit. And then towards the end when it was just he kept on the division of it. And part of that is politics. Like he couldn't, he had to go that way, just like Uncle Joe had to go a certain way to get the voters when it came to the stuff that was going on in Seattle and all that with the liberals. He had to play to that vote. Trump had to play to his vote. But it just, it, it got too toxic for me because it, now it's not about our country. It's not about the issues. It's about who we like and who we don't like. And it's not a popularity contest. I vote for the president based off of what I feel is the best for my family and my community. And we've lost that as a country now. Well, my thing is this. Let me, let me ask you this question. Do you, me personally, and I'll tell you how I think I've asked the question, but do you think that our country at the level we are now and the world we are now, how much the world's changed since, you know what I mean? The United States isn't that old in the grand scheme of things. 1776 to 2020, in the lifespan of the world and other great cultures and empires. We're the youngest. That, we're the youngest, all right? We're babies in all this. Do you think at the level we are now where technology is and the way the internet works and how inter, uh, how information is so right at your fingertips, do you think we're past the point to where it's a one person should run an entire country? Or should it be an elected group of people, the brightest minds, put together to run the country different hey, from different factions. You know what I'm saying? Where it's, where it's like, Hey, you got a, you got Elon Musk over here and you got Jeff Bezos or whatever. You know what I mean? These bright minds from each of their different worlds, you know what I'm saying? And their different areas of expertise. Are we at that point to where it's not a one person thing anymore? And it shouldn't, all that power shouldn't be put into one person's hands because starting with the, starting with Obama back when Obama was, Dude, executive order after executive order automatically signing shit into law because that's what they wanted. And, hey, look, it went right into Trump. The two terms with Obama, he did it. Trump did the same thing. Then Biden comes in and signs shit out of law that Trump put into law with the executive order. fucking day he got elected. All because most of what he did that day is because that's what Trump did. So let me go back and take away what Trump did. Oh, that's yeah. All, that's what that boiled down to. It didn't matter what was on there. It's because Trump signed that shit. Right before he left, Trump signed it. So I'm going to go in and, re- and sign this, taking it away. That's what that shit was. And if you, dude, I guarantee that dude didn't read half the shit that he signed. Yeah. But I mean, the same thing could be said now. You know, when Obama came along, I was, me and my wife were for Obama because it's the same thing with Trump. It was the yes, we can and, the, and, and something different and, and a positive thing that it looked like. So, but he, you know, when he was trying to do things from the beginning, the Republicans were blocking everything he was trying to do. Like, it's a nasty game, this politics. And it's, to answer your question, I think there either needs to be three or four legitimate parties so you really have the best people from all aspects. Well, let's, let's be honest. The president really doesn't yeah, that's run what I'm saying. He doesn't do we, much. But we need to have term limits. Well, He, he doesn't that's, run that's a country. That's a bigger thing. That's who simple. runs the country. Yes. Term limits, getting rid the of the Senate's people. what runs our country. But that's what Trump won on, right? Drain the swamp. Yeah. For for people like me, I was like, yes, term and, limits, and they, drain the swamp. And for the most part, he started draining the yeah. fucking swamp. Listen, he did a ton. And it rubbed a lot of people the wrong yeah. fucking way. Donald on Trump both parties. And not, what just, happened, not just one party. And what happened was all these people that sit there and, you know, they just fucking scratch the backs and they force shit in, you know what I mean? All of these fucking donors and everything that... He was the first president that didn't need any fucking donors. He was like, I don't need your money. I don't need money from the Koch brothers. I don't need money from anybody. I can run my own. I can run my own race without any of your money. And that bothered people because what happens is you have these people that come that they're they're lifelong state senators or something like that or they're governors. They don't have that the money enough to run a presidential race to be successful president. So they need the Koch brothers and fucking. Uh, the the leaders of the fucking unions and shit just the lavish in, dinners they got stuffing throw. money in their yep. pockets and stuff like that. 
to help them win that race. You know what I mean? And donating money. So then when they donate that money, look, if I'm the Coca brothers and I donate $3.6 billion to, to Jason over here, because I want him to be the next president. He owes me a favor. He's going to have to do something for me because I helped him win that race by stuffing all that money into his campaign. So when Trump came in, he didn't need any of that. He had his own fucking money. He was the, he's a billionaire. He didn't need all that. So he did. There's no bribes could be taken. You, you could sit here and say, oh, he got, you know, he got help from Russia or whatever. All that shit was disproved by Democrat, by the Democratic ran team that had to, you know, ran the whole fucking investigation. It was disproved. They took four years to try to prove that Russia meddled in our fucking election and came back to, nope, Russia didn't have anything to do with the They the fucked around the and they proved that by accident that Russia was fucking in collusion with some of the Democrats. Yeah, they <laughs> fucked around and found out that Biden's son was over there taking money from the fucking Ukraine. And then when then when Trump came out and said something about it, they were like, oh, you can't you can't do that. You can't talk about that. So it's 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 I just feel like that, you know, yeah, Trump definitely ran on the whole drain the swamp thing, but I feel like personally we're past the point of a one person running the whole fucking show. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad if if you had like let's say in this situation uh Uncle Joe won. Then Uncle Joe has to take Trump as the VP. Go back you know, to like, old school. Whoever when wins it, you got to win. No, I personally think it should be two separate races. I think the, there should be a Democrat, a presidential race, and a VP race. That way, you have to have. Look, if I vote a, a Republican vice president in there and a Republican president, they have to work together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or vice versa. Because I'm gonna be honest with you, that Kamala Harris bitch, I don't like her. And I'll be, I'll tell everybody that listens to us, I don't like her. I don't trust her. We can't call her a hey, bitch, though. You know what I mean? You, 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 I, hey, hey you know why she's the vice president? I shouldn't, but I can. But I, I mean, I, but, but the thing is, she sits here and she ran off the point where she was like, she wanted, she was a black woman. And I'm, look, it was time that a woman got into office. All right. I feel like it's, we're past that point. There's a lot of women that, women and even black women that are very much, Ready to be in the, in the office, if not president, if not vice president, whatever. That wasn't the thing. But the thing was, she ran, she ran and said, oh, she was, you know, she ran on the black vote. And at the same time, she was one of the number one people that put incarcerated more African-American men for for small petty crimes than any, any other uh, uh, district attorney or state attorney in history. I mean, she... She didn't do anybody. I just, the reason I don't like her is because I feel like she's fake. I feel like she's not what she portrays herself to be. And the sad thing is she's probably going to be our president before the four years up because I just don't see old Sleepy Joe staying awake much longer. I feel like he's on his last leg. He's at some point, and I think that's how it was set up. You know what I mean? Because, you know, there's always people meddling in fucking something. I feel like it was set up for her to end up being president. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I just, it's not that I don't, I just, I just don't trust her. I don't I, trust I agree her. with everything you said about Kamala, but yeah, I don't blame her for it. That's the Democratic Party. They, they pander to the Dude. black vote, to minorities, to people of color. And she's not black. She's a woman of color. That's right, right. Shit. Woman of color. Yes. That's but, the but, reason but why it, she's the vice president, because she's female and she's a minority. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. And the Democratic Party, just like you said, they do pander. Joe Biden said on the Breakfast Club, "If you're if you support Trump and you're black, you're not black," which is ridiculous. Hillary Clinton went to the Breakfast Club and pulled out a bottle of hot sauce out of her purse, like, and nobody says nothing about it. So because they, the Democrat to it, and but it's it was a uh, anti-Trump. So right, and the Democratic Party is always constantly pandered to the urban community and all that. And they don't do shit for the urban community guys. How many times do we even look, even as well-spoken and look as much as a person and as much as he care. I mean, as much as a person and how much he cared about our country, I truly believe he cared about our country. I don't like a lot of things he did, but Obama, look, he didn't, he straight, look, he grew up in the urban streets. All right. Guess what? He didn't do anything for the urban community. What has changed? Since when Obama came into office to now Biden's in office. 
Nothing. Nothing. We had more division leading in, leading into the Trump presidency than we've had in forever. And it's twice as bad now. It's twice as bad now. I mean, well, you don't hear anything about it now because Biden's in office, so you're not. It's not all over the news. All over the news now is coronavirus, this, and really that's fading off the news, to be honest with you. It's really fading well, I'm off waiting the news. For, I'm waiting for this fucking miracle thing that he's going to do to stop this shit. Where, where's all these plans that he had that he kept saying, oh, if I was president, I would do this. Well, why the fuck ain't you doing it, bro? Nothing has changed in this coronavirus thing since this idiot became president. Yes, I said idiot because this guy's a moron. Take that, Jen. There is Jimmy's take. So, <laughs> I got look, lucky. I got. I, lucky. I agree with you. I do, look. The only thing that's changed is the fucking gas prices. Gas prices are way up, way up, way up. Even in the midst of the coronavirus, our gas prices were at what one eighty nine, one ninety. I don't know if y'all got gas gas this morning, but it was two seventy this morning. Yeah, what I paid for. That's almost up a dollar in three months. Look, we could go on and on and on and on. But how much of the like and we can yeah we could go on and on. But how much of that do you think is Republican power over oil that raises the price now that a Democrat's in? No, I think it's the pipeline. I think the that pipeline when, did have a lot to do with it. Yeah, when he came in and he signed on day one. Dude, he affected 160,000 Americans with one signature. Mm-hmm. One he may, signature. He made promises to all of them, all of them workers. All he those promised union workers. That, yeah, he promised all them union workers that he, would, he wouldn't do that. And then and, on the first day, that's what he did. He shut down the pipeline. And now we're, just so all, you, all of us Americans know, because look, regardless, regardless of the fact that I, if I, I did, I'll tell you, I didn't vote for Biden. But regardless of the fact that I didn't vote for him, at the end of the day, I'm still American, so he's still my president. At the end of the day, I'm not going to be one of the ones that runs around and says, that ain't my president. I'm an American. That's my president. But I'm not going on TV crying either. And I'm not, yeah, we're not crying. We're not um, crying. Then you deserve respect for that because there's a lot of people that can't do that. So we all have our opinion so, on things. I, I, at I'll the end tell of you, the day, both Jimmy and I, we've served through, I don't know, how many presidents you served while you were in the military? Two. So I did the same thing. I may not agree with all with, with both presidents when I served, but at the end of the day, one thing they taught us was that's our commander in chief. And regardless whether we agree or not agree, that's our boss. So I may not agree with Biden. I may not agree with Trump, but whatever he did, certain things they did, you know, either president Obama, you know, Bush, but at the end of the day, they're my president. They're my commander in chief. We got to accept it. You gotta accept it. If you don't like it, leave. And and let's give a shout out to our vets on the beard and the boys. Thank you for your time and the service to our country. And, and that's the mentality I think everybody should have. It's like, you know, that's what makes this country special is that we can sit on a podcast and give our opinions and allegedly call the vice president a bitch. But I called him a moron, an idiot. Him. You called him an idiot. But th- but that's what I called you mean. Kamala a bitch and. But but that's what makes this country special, okay? And and you guys are vets, and, and you have that right. We all have that right. That's what you serve this country for. But for your freedom of speech. It's very important that I think that we portray what, what we said to, you know, here is that it doesn't matter. It's, that's our president. That's Uncle my president, Joe's vice president. Pres- president Sleepy like Joe is our president. We got to ride with him, but it is what it is. And Kamala's my vice president. I'm sorry for calling you a bitch, Kamala, but... I just don't trust you. She did it. Yeah. I just don't. She trust defunded you. the police and she's the top of the police. I'm not sorry for what so. I said. <laughs> no. All right. No, so. Sleepy Joe is a fucking idiot. Let's move on to some sports. So, or so, so we, all right, there was our political talk. Not again, some real stuff going on this weekend. Some UFC. Oh, no. We're, no. Oh, we're, you want to? Yeah, we're going to do our own, our own oh. UFC MMA hour. We're not going to talk. We're not going to talk MMA, guys. I know you were ready and getting oh, ready. Oh, come on. Sorry now. about your luck. We can, we can end this one early and get into that. But I really but, want to just do an MMA show since you're having a meet and greet. And then we're going to really push yeah, that because, show. Yeah, because this card, this card that we're going to talk to, and it's going to be on episode uno, dos, tres, cuatro. Numero cinco. Wait, 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 wait. No, if we're we're gonna end this one and do another hold, one. Hold on, it's numero cinco point cinco. Oh, we're doing a point. 
So, yeah, we're going to do this episode five, numero cinco, and then we're going to do a MMA hour. You know what? We're not going to, you want to do point five or you want to do MMA do hour number one? First episode of MMA hour. MMA number one. I don't, yeah, I mean, we can do, yeah, we can do that, I believe. All right, we're going to do Beard and the Boys numero uno MMA hour after this show, but plenty more sports to get into. We're not going to talk MMA. Big card this weekend, so we'll talk about that later. Steers. JJ Watt to the Cardinals. Oh, listen. 23 million guaranteed. Bro, what does that say about? Hold on. There went that ring. Oh, yeah. Club ring. No. No, he wasn't ring chasing. That's the thing. Everybody said he was ring chasing, and he goes to the. I never said he was ring chasing. He's got a long way to run if he's chasing the ring. I said he was going to go to Pittsburgh. I figured he'd go play with his brothers. He was almost fixing to go to Pittsburgh. Collecting a check is what's Dude, I don't even think it was about the check. I think he hated Houston that fucking much. How fucked up are you if you're the Houston Texans? That your star player said, you know what? I'm going to go over here and play for basically the same fucking thing I'm making here. I just don't want to be with you guys. He wasn't their star. He was their heart and soul. Deshaun Watson is their star. Well, on the defense, he was their guy on defense. JJ was the heart and soul. He was the face of the franchise. But But did you hear what he said on why he chose Houston? Or you mean Arizona? Or Arizona, I'm sorry. He stated, I wanted to play with Kyler Murray. So – I get it. Kyler Murray's up and comer, right? Up and comer. Okay. Overrated as fuck. No, no, wait, 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 wait. But doesn't JJ Watt play on the defensive side of the ball? Yeah. If I remember correctly, race the D end, right? So what's Kyler Murray gonna do for JJ Watt? Because he's not throwing him the ball. Lose playoff. Game. Maybe JJ Watt wants to be a tight end. Okay, maybe uh, the his body can't <laughs> handle that, bro. But I'm I'm just I'm, I'm just saying I, I don't mean. Hey, I agree with you. I think he hated Houston that damn yeah, much that he went to he went well, to Arizona. Why not go to Pittsburgh? You got a better chance of or winning. Green Bay. We got a better chance of winning in Pittsburgh. Dude. Not with Big Ben. Come on, bro. But that yeah yeah yeah. But that coach, even if, even if Ben has a, a off season. Mm. Yeah, I think the defense would be a hell of, uh, hell of a uh, defense, but I don't know that AFC North is uh, Cleveland's is an up and comer on there. Cleveland's dangerous as fuck. Sleep on them if you want, but they're dangerous. I mean, look, I, I think JJ Watt makes Pittsburgh's defense much much better. Yes, I, I agree with you, but dude, do you see how excited Jimmy is when he found out that OBJ is coming to Tampa? <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Hey, if you just seen signed the look a, I got, he it's signed like, a seven year deal. Hey, he gave me the total fuck you look. Well, after <laughs> the after the three games he plays before he gets hurt, I'll be all right. Three? Might be two. So, yeah. I mean I thought fight I, with another field goal net. Yeah, no doubt get his ass whooped too. Yeah. But I was very surprised when I seen JJ Watt was going to the Cardinals. I was like, well, that tells you a lot about what's going on in Houston and how shitty they are. Another big news from this well, week. Arizona is where you gotta, you know. Retire. They they said that he's got two more years left, which is about a two yeah, two year contract. He's looking at already sowing his roots for his retirement. Emmett, oh yeah, Glendale, baby. Emmett went there. Yep. Retired in Arizona. Who's the other guy? Didn't Adrian Peterson go there too? No, Peterson ended up going back east, didn't oh, he? Oh, Adrian James went there. James went there, yeah, and went left the Colts. Adrian Peterson did play for the he, Cardinals. He and then he, he went, went and then he went Washington. back east. Yeah. Came back to Washington. So which he, is where everybody goes to die. So um it's Houston, right? That Watson played for. Oh yeah, Deshaun Watson still it. plays yeah. for him. Well, no, he won't. They what were they they said something last play. week that uh they're pretty much just gonna let him sit the bench or something like that. They did? Yeah, if he, they, they said, said they're not inter, they're not interested in any trades. Not, yeah, they were pretty much Deshaun like Watson. drawing a line in the sand. What does that say about your franchise, bro? What does that say about your franchise? Who in their right mind would go play there? Nobody. I wouldn't. Nobody. Nobody. I wouldn't. If you draft me, yeah, I'm gonna play for my I'm gonna play my rookie contract out. I'm going some fucking place else. Yeah, but Deshaun Watson's not even on his rookie contract anymore. That. He got read up after his first year. Yeah, I know. 
to a big no, deal. Second year. Was it a second year? Yeah, he was. He was in his second year of his contract of his okay. rookie deal. Why would you want a guy to play for you that doesn't want to be there? He's not going to try to win. He's going to go through the motions. And any little if a motherfucker stubs his toe, he's going to be on IL. Why no. he won't have to worry about the hour? He's not going to play. Yeah, he's not. He's not he's even going to play. He's, he's gonna, not even going to. He's going to show not. up and he's going to sit the bench and he's just going to collect his money. If he's smart, I wouldn't fucking play for him. If I don't want to be there, I'm not going to go out there on the field for somebody who's going to look. I didn't told you. I'm giving you the opportunity to go get all the fucking picks you want, all the picks. When I say all the picks, I mean look, all of them. Just call all 32 teams. Tell them to give me your first round pick. All right. First, wait, first this year, first and next year, and a couple seconds. 25 of them would give you their yeah. fucking first round Dude, pick. There's so many people that's just going to fucking just dump the bank on you. I mean, a lot of them. One of them's right there in Texas. If you don't think the Dallas Cowboys have dumped the fucking bank for for Deshaun Watson, you're crazy. You might get Spe- Dak Prescott. Hey, especially after old fucking one-legged yeah. pirate over there fucking yeah. Dak Prescott like, said, I, I want, hold on, let me I want Mahomes money. Bitch, how about you get two legs that work and we'll talk? No, if you, you only got one. Talk. So let's go to Omar, the Dallas Cowboy correspondent. You so, co-signed that? So I co-signed that big time, but I've been saying that forever. Okay. Dak's worth mid-30s. Not, and I'm not saying he's not a great quarterback. He's a good quarterback. He's good. But he got to throw in front of the people, not behind people. $500 million and good? Hell no. I never said, I, again, remember what I said, thir- mid-30s. I'm good with between 35 and 37. Patty makes like, what, 51 a year? So watch this. Yeah. 50 whatever the hell. It's a five something a year. He had a $507 million deal. $477 million is guaranteed. Yeah. So it was a $507 million deal. Over half a billion over 10 years. Yeah, so he makes $57 million a year. Let's just go down the last five quarterbacks to win a Super Bowl. So we got Brady, Mahomes. Brady. Brady. Well, say it again. Brady. Brady. Who else? Damn. Oh, oh no. Uh, is it Russell? Foles. Foles won, yeah. Foles. And Russell. Russell. And then then Russell. Was it Russell? Russell beat Brady. The last six years, the last six quarterbacks to win will put Foles out of that as like a great quarterback. So my thing is Deshaun Watson, he may be a hell of a player, but I'm not I'm not writing a blank check for I am. He's never had any. I don't think he's the man that's gonna take you to the next level. Yeah, but how would you know? You had you don't have talent around him to know that. But if you're the Dallas Cowboys and you're looking at what you have that you possibly gonna franchise, and you got you got fucking old peg leg over here. I mean, it's and it, then it's, you got Deshaun Watson. I'm not taking peg leg any day of the week. I'm taking fucking Deshaun Watson. What I'm saying is Deshaun Watson may give the Cowboys the best opportunity to get to where they want to be, but I don't think I think in the NFL you've got to have a great great quarterback or. A dominant, dominant defense. So what you're telling me is you don't think Deshaun Watson is a great quarterback? I don't. Hmm. I don't. So where would you put Deshaun Watson? I mean, he's going to be in the top 10. Top 10 quarterbacks in the league. So I take Aaron Rodgers all day. Outside of Foles. Outside of Foles. Mm -hmm. Foles is what? Top 32? I mean, yeah, he's top forty. He's an NFL well, quarterback for sure. Dude, that bitch ain't dude, he's a backup now. Oh, I'm just saying. <laughs> well, remember that he 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 might be starting for somebody. I'm just saying right? what I'm looking at is as a GM with the quarterbacks that are in the league. Instead of writing a blank check for Deshaun Watson, I'm going and looking in the draft and trying to to find the next one because I don't think. But who? But who's out there? That who's out there? That at, Cowboys got the tenth pick. There's what. One, maybe two quarterback Justice Fields and Trevor Lawrence that come out this year, they're not going to make it to the 10th pick. They're not. But at the same time, Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence, we don't know what the fuck they're going to do in the NFL. Ryan Leaf was supposed to be a great fucking NFL quarterback, yeah, too. Ryan Leaf self destructed. But he listen, did. but he did. Trevor Lawrence looks like to me, just on my eye test, like the real deal. Like I, I look at him, I looked at his pro day. He looks like he's going to be able to oh, be. Oh, uh, I'm a Florida State fan. No. I watched him for three damn years play against me. But that don't mean a damn thing when they get into, into in the NFL. I mean, look at uh, Reggie Bush when he came into, into the league. We thought when he had at USC, this man's running past people left and right. It's too the, little. Always too little. 
Demarcus Ware, when they played, when they when he came in the league, he played the Cowboys. Demarcus Ware literally ran him down and tackled him. A defensive end slash linebacker tackled a running back who was out in the open running with no one catching him. So that's a whole big difference. So when you get to the NFL, everybody's just fast. You're all faster. Let me ask a question. The top top ten quarterbacks right now, right? Who's the top five? Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers. Mahomes, Rodgers. Brady. Brady. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. I mean, that's, the four, that's a great quarterback to be number yeah. four. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's. Eh. I put him at five just because of the fact that he, to me, he's at the, he, he's he's coming down from where his Super Bowl runs were, but I, I would he's say he's making a lot of mistakes right now. I mean, Deshaun Watson doing well, doing. He's also shit. been sacked the most ever. Deshaun Watson's wise. numbers are better than Patrick Mahomes. Look, I mean, it's 70 percent. To sixty six percent passing, four thousand eight hundred twenty three yards to four thousand seven hundred forty yards to Mahomes, eight point nine yards per attempt to eight point one for for Mahomes. So I mean, I'll eat my words a little bit. I just I don't think like what I tell y'all in the in the group. Everybody's just practicing next year anyway. The Bucks gonna win the Super Bowl again. Yeah. So it's you throwing away money. I, I like the way you think, and and and, and and Deshaun Watson did that with way less talent. He did. So I agree. I agree. let's look at it this way: Do you go draft somebody? You go draft somebody and hope for the fucking best, or do you dump that bank and you know exactly what you're getting? You got NFL film against NFL speed. You know what talent he had around him. You know what talent you're able to put around him. And do you fucking sell the bank and say, "Look, I know what quarter. I got a quarterback that wants to come to this team because he doesn't want to be there. He wants to be here, and I just need to put weapons around him." And he's gonna be he's gonna perform. We know what he's gonna do when he has weapons around him. You guys know a lot more than me. Is, is he a very smart quarterback? Because I'm not like Deshaun that. Watson. Because yeah, oh my god, brilliant! And he's a good passer. Yes. Obviously, he's better statistically than Mahomes. I just I'm looking at it from me like what Todd Bowles did against Mahomes. But I, I will tell you this. He, I will tell you this. So every smart quarterback you have has to have has to have a good coach with them, right? An so offensive line. an offensive line. Offensive, if you don't have an offensive line, it doesn't matter who you are. If you're look at Patrick Mahomes, two of his offensive linemen were out. And He's he running was around shit. like a chicken with his fucking head cut off. Granted, did make the two most godly incomplete but passes I've ever a, seen in my life. If you don't have life. a good offensive line, the quarterback means jack shit. And you know what? I'm glad you said that because really, who should have been offensive rookie of the year this year in the NFL? Really should have been Tristan Worth, the tackle from Tampa. He's a rookie. He was drafted to Trail College. You know how many sacks he gave up? One. One sack the entire season against some of the best defensive ends, period. Who was the rookie of the year? Your dude uh dude from San Diego, the quarterback. Justin Herbert. Yeah, Justin Herbert. We all know most of the time it goes from defensive player. Do you, player do you realize but Tristan Worth, let me go ahead and give him a little shout out because he was the highest rated player. In the NFL at the end of the season, per the Madden rating. Going to the Super Bowl, he was the highest rated player on the field. He was technically rated higher than Patrick Mahomes was. He had a 95 rating or something like that going into the Super Bowl. 95 rating. Dude, I mean, the kid is probably hands down one of the best draft picks. If we can keep him right there in Tampa on that line, one of the best draft picks. He ain't going nowhere, dude. Oh, he ain't going nowhere. And you know what? They need to, after this season... Let him play one more year on his rookie contract because we need to re-up some other people. But we need to re-him up and pay him. I think Jimmy hit it. I mean, if he's a top-five quarterback legitimately, then yes. It's, you know, it's worth the Cowboys writing a check. And well, it's it's not just the Cowboys. And anybody, as, as the Cowboys anybody. fans, yeah, I would love it. I mean, unless you have an Aaron Rodgers, a Tom Brady, uh, Russell Wilson in reality in Seattle, which he's trying to leave there too, by the way. Well, we're about to get into that. We are. But – you have to. You have to. Yeah. And as a Cowboys fan, why the hell not would I go after Deshaun Watson when I got a hell of a receiving core? Yeah. I got a, a running back who eh, might be on towards his end of his last set of legs and is an Elliott, right? Well, but still has be. to be – it's still going to be when you're out there running, you still got to account for him regardless because if the, if the passing game's going, guess what's coming next, that running game. 
And what helps out a running back? A passing game. What helps out uh, receivers? A running game. So it's going to be pretty, you know, for as a Cowboys fan, I'm throwing everything. The sink, the bathroom, the house. Hell, I'll give you part ownership of the team if I have to. You know Jerry ain't giving that shit up. Oh, we all know that. That's why we're not getting Deshaun uh, Watson. And since we're on the subject of disgruntled quarterbacks, we just touched on it with Russell Wilson. Since we're on the, you know, he's disgruntled. He doesn't want to fucking be in Seattle. And a lot of the speculations and a lot of the reports are coming out that the Bears are the front runner to trade for Russell Wilson. My thing is, if you're the Seattle Seahawks, do you do you get rid of Pete Carroll or do you get rid of Russell Wilson? Depends. In my, in my opinion, it's really going to depend on what we're trying to do here. So if, if I'm if I'm the front office and I'm trying to rebuild, I keep Pete Carroll. I think he's a tremendous coach. Definitely. Right? And when he came on to into Seattle, he they built that team through the draft. They didn't build it through free agency. They didn't build it through they built that th- uh, that team through fourth round picks, sixth round picks. Uh they built that team that way and he was at the helm of that, right? Russell Wilson Again, he named several teams. Cowboys is one of the teams he named, right? But Jimmy, you said it. He runs around the ball a lot. The offensive line is off. His offensive line is his garbage. Is beyond garbage. It's why he runs around so damn much. He was tired of getting hit. It's why he wants to leave Seattle. So, as much as he, they they named the Cowboys, we have a pretty trashy offensive line with all of our injuries right now. I don't see us getting him, but another upgrade for us if we were to get we go after Russell Wilson. But I keep Pete Carroll, let Russell go, because you're going to get a first and a second for Russ. Oh, yeah, you're going to get big Guaranteed. Picks. You're going to get big Now, sure. and if if I know Pete Carroll, I've, I've kind of watched him, you know, when he's at USC and all that stuff. He's a big running backs fan. So if a team has a decent running back out there, you might be able to snag a running back from that team in a trade. That's what makes the Cowboys so enticing in nature if – if I'm Jerry Jones looking at Russell Wilson, because it's a sign and trade with Dak and you package him with Zeke. What is Russell? Are oh, you going to send Zeke to Seattle? Whoa, dude. Ooh. Holy shit. Look, if, if Zeke, you, Zeke is, he, he's not like he's on his way out. He's on his way out the door. In my opinion, I think once he got, once he got his money, right. We abused the hell of him the first few years. I honestly think running backs are good for what five, six years before. If it really, if that, three, if four. that, three, three four, four years. Three. So we'll go five years if, if depending on what type of offensive line they got, right? So we'll go, we'll go, let's just go five years. Honestly, if you can package, you send Dak on a sign and trade, send them with Z. I even give you a second round pick this year and next year. Dak's not going to sign. There's got though. there's got to be a first in there. They're they're not getting him. Yeah. But again, I I agree. There's going to be more the more requests out there for for him. But if um if we're if we're just going to go ahead and throw some stuff out there, you got to try open the door right. And if he said, what's the worst thing? No. Okay. Throw so, me a first. So the okay. deal. So the deal happens, right? Sorry. So the deal happens. Jerry pulls off this fucking blockbuster trade. It won't be the first time the Cowboys Look, pull you off send, blockbuster you trade. You send Ezekiel Elliott. And old fucking peg leg up to Seattle to hang out with the, the sea chickens. So you're up there hanging out. What, who the fuck is Russell Wilson throwing to? Where's his weapons at? Got Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper, CD Lamb. Man, that fucking overrated dude. Amari Cooper is overrated as fuck. CD Lamb is no joke. I'm not well, a CD, hey, CD Lamb's good. Player, I, I'll ride with you with CD I'm going to tell you right now, our, our, our receiving core is pretty rival, man. Look. I'm just going to say that our receiving core. Well, uh, uh, other than them two, who's the other one? And then we got uh, Michael Gallup. Yeah, like we said, who's the next one? I'm just oh, I'm, oh, I'm gonna tell, right, tell you right now that th- that that three headed monster is gonna be is very hard to beat. If it, Dak can throw like, for the most it, yards in the NFL through the first four games well, of the season with because, those three, hold on. Because they hey, hold on. Hey, at time. one time, Jameis Winston was a fucking passing leader too. We see how that fucking turned Wrong out. Team though. 30 for 30. I was about to say he was throwing to the other team, too. Yeah. 
But, I mean, I mean, even in positive yards, he was a passing yeah, he, leader. He did throw for a lot of yards. It was <laughs> yeah. 30 touchdowns and 30 picks. But like, most of them was throwing picks more of it. Than, it was an omen when the first what, the, the first and the last play of the game were pick sixes. So why <laughs> does Russell want to leave? Because he it, gets hit all the damn time. And, and they're so not it just the line situation? Well, no, they're and they're not giving him, him any – they're not putting any weapons around him for him to be successful, and it's really him running for his life and hoping for the best. So it's. I think it's. He wants to have some input on the players being drafted, players coming in. How are we building this to be a championship caliber team? Because, look, in all reality, let's go ahead and if Pete Carroll don't make a dumbass call and throw a pass that ends up with a pick, Russell Wilson's a two-time Super Bowl champion. It's true. He's definitely won a super. He's definitely a Super Bowl champion. I mean, he's won one. So he has that mindset that he wants to get back there. Once you taste it, you know what I mean. You want to get back. You know what I mean. I mean, it's real. I mean, it's just how it is. And he wants to have some input on the fucking players that are around. So, I mean, I'm not mad at him. And, I, I mean, I support his mindset, and I get where he's coming from. And, I'm look, I'm not mad at Russell Wilson in any shape, way, or form. And you know what? To be honest with you, I really – he probably should be moved. I got a question for you guys. Now, now Jimmy, you're, you're an NBA buff, right? Okay. So, do we think – or do you all think the NBA, the NFL is trying to go closer to how the NBA is? What do you mean? Where the players have a little bit more say in what goes on. I don't think the NFL is going that way. I think the players fucking feel like they need to say well, something. I, I say the NFL, but I'm talking about, you know, you know, with just how kind of where it works, where it's more about like we look at LeBron and a lot of those, those players that have a lot of say in their organizations. Do we think that we're starting to see that transition where I think they're they're trying to push that. I think that's where this Deshaun Watson thing is coming. He's trying to push for that because we see a lot doing. of that in the NBA. We see a lot of like I'm not gonna play for you, James Harden leaving Houston, right, going to Brooklyn. We see a lot of that. Are we are we seeing the NFL making that transit? NFL players making that transition to how kind of how the NBA handles how they play. You're killing me, small. Oops. <laughs> look like look like Jimmy got a phone call. <laughs> no, I I think that the the NFL players are definitely trying to get more of a voice, a lot like the NFL, like the NBA. But yeah, it's not. It's never gonna. It's never gonna get that way. Like the NBA. The, the NFL is way too powerful. There's way too powerful. Too much money being moved around. And let's just know that the old guard, the owners, will never let the par- the players have a voice like the NBA has a voice. So I say. Fuck it and get rid of the salary cap. Number one, you're under, Work con- for the MLB. You're under contract. You're under contract. Kind number of. one, you signed that fucking contract. They work for the Yankees, motherfucker. <laughs> you signed that contract. So if they want to push you to play, guess what? You got to fucking play. Not much choice. And it's just like, you know, if, if you want somebody hired at your job, you can go say, hey, I think you should hire this guy. But at the end of the day, it's not your fucking decision. It's the owner's decision or whoever runs the show. It's the same way. I can't go into my boss and say, hey, I'm not going to work here anymore unless you hire that or unless I want to go I want to go work in another, you know, in another place. So I'm not going to work anymore. I'm just going to tell you to hit the streets. Yeah. So I reached out to our uh, Seattle correspondent, Wes. <laughs> and, uh, he, he's a Seattle fan like yo, you guys are Bucks fans. He said the reality is oh, both oh, sides. Oh, not, not, not you all. Well, it's, it's, uh, as you, you give, you know, giving him too much Three-fourths of the room. Come on now. The reality is for both <laughs> I'll, sides. I'll be on my own island. Is to make the current situation work regardless of the cost. Due to Wilson's significant contract, it just benefit both sides to work through this, as various other sources have mentioned. Give Russ the old line he wants for a year, reassess the situation. If it's better, then great. If not, well, you have the managing to do as far as whether you want to keep Russ in Seattle or not. I'm not personally for keeping him. I don't think Coach Pete needs to go either. He's been one of the most successful coaches in the NFL throughout his Seattle tenure in terms of playoffs and wins aside Coach Belichick. So it sounds like everybody's kind of on Coach Pete's side. See what happens. Well, with. It's, it's not being on Coach Pete's side. It's It's – you're making a decision best for your team, right? For for me as a, as a Cowboys fan, do you know? Do I want to pay Dak forty plus million dollars a year? Right, I, I get that. In four years, the TV money comes in different deal, and money's going to go up, and salary cap's going to go up. I get that, but 
do I tie? Do I put all my pigs in one blanket? And then guess what? I can't fix the O line that's causing issues for Dak. He's running for his life. Same issue in Seattle. If you tie up all the money in in Russ, you can't fix that O line because you can't. Very rarely you're gonna find a a rookie coming out of college that's gonna be able to give up one sack. What was his name? Tristan Wirth. Tristan Wirth gave up one sack all season long. I mean, we had a few of those, and and with Tyron and, and Zach Martin, we had a few of those linemen that, that that Jerry drafted. But you used to have the best offensive line in yeah. the league. So but, it sounds like. But let's. It's 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 not that it's not that easy to find that one guy. Like, oh, I'm Jimmy Nichols. Perfect. He's going to be our offensive, our, our guard as on the you know right guard, and he's all well, perfect. No, we you don't know how they're going to be. It's you get those guys in, and the NFL is a whole different ball game. But is Russell talking? Is he open to restructuring? Because I mean, you they're not talking about restructuring. They ain't talking about restructuring. So when I look at things like what you're saying, like he wants to get back so bad, he needs an offensive line. What did Brady do? Brady restructured his contract. In New but England. look what Brady did. Brady's, See, a, Brady's a different animal. Yes. Brady's never taken top dollar ever. That's what because he's making enough well, he on the side. Well, so Russell Wilson is a marketable the quarterback. No, but the oh. thing is with Brady, the, his number one priority was winning. is championships. He don't give a fuck about nothing because he's all about he's all about legacy. He's all about. Where is my legacy going to be at the end? I want to be the best of all time. I want to be the fucking goat. How many times you're measured by championships? How many times has has Brady set the bar for for uh, for quarterback pay? Never, never, right? So it's never has Aaron Rodgers for how many years now? Well, it's been anybody. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. It's been whatever quarterbacks the next the Kirk, next one up, right? <laughs> Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. So. If Brady was setting the bar for, for quarterbacks right now, do you think Mahomes gets $507 million over 10 years? Or is that thing going over $600 million, $700 million? I think they're all fucking overpaid. And well, no, no, no. I don't no, think, but, I don't think but Mahomes again, it's gets about, that. Yeah, it's, a, it's, about a, it's a market, the way it works, right? right Every position has a market, right? So quarterbacks always have the highest market. So if Brady in, in the 50 million Super Bowl appearances that man's had – is setting the setting it every time he's up for a, uh, his contract. We're easily talking about $60, 70000000 million a year quarterback yeah. making right now. Instead, he chose to take what he felt was the best to bring in the best people for his team to win another championship. And I think that should be the formula for all top quarterbacks. But that's not right. That's not the day and age we live in anymore. I, well, that's Brady's either, part of that old guard, in my opinion. Okay, but either. You've had a taste, Russell Wilson, of the Super Bowl, and you want more, and you want to get back. So you got to give. You can't. You can't be getting top dollar. You got to take the Brady recipe and say, "Okay, I need an offensive line. I got to help my management get me an offensive line." But has Seattle even brought that process to him? I don't know. I, I will tell you, Jerry's Jerry's the king about. That's why Jerry wants five year deal for Dak Prescott. He wants that deal purposely so. You know, we're going to restructure your contract so we can take a little bit off, put it more on the back end so I save up in the cap, and I can go pick up their Jimmy for our, as, an offensive, as an offensive tackle, right? That That's one of the reasons why Jerry does his deals the way he does. Now, Jerry shot shot himself in the foot because, in my, in, in my opinion, I would have went ahead and probably locked up Dak Prescott two, three seasons ago when he was selling his rookie deal because you would have got him for – 30, 35 million a year compared to now you got no choice because quarterbacks go off market. You got to go after 40 plus million a year. Yeah. So it's, it's when that's why if you lock up your, your tackle in, in, in a season, one more season from now, you're going to get them a lot cheaper than it would be if you waited two, three more years from now. Yeah. I look, I agree. So I think that we've all just, after going through all this and kind of, Breaking it all down and going through the ins and outs, I think we've all learned this. One, J.J. Watt didn't give a fuck about winning championships. He wanted out of Houston. Houston is imploding from the inside. Deshaun Watson needs to get out as fast as he possibly can. And Houston, if you're smart, you'll get rid of him as fast as you possibly can and get as much as you can for him. The longer they wait, the less they're going to get. get. So then, and on top of that, Russell Wilson doesn't want to be in Seattle if they're not going to surround him with talent and offensive line, and the Dallas Cowboys suck. 
So that's what Fuck we learned today. You. So and I know I'm be I know I know somebody on Twitter hey, is gonna say some you, comment to me about Twitter and the Cowboys and yada yada yada. I don't care. You got off last week with no cowboy talk. We didn't talk one sh- one little piece of shit about the Cowboys. Last you got week. it on the, the the thread, the text thread. Though it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> so hey, make sure you go on. Next episode will be numero uno of the Beard and the Boys MMA Hour breaking down UFC 259. Meet and greet this week, this Saturday, March sixth, six. 6 to 8.30 at Front Page Brewery. Follow us on all of our uh, social media. On Facebook at The Beard and the Boys. On Twitter at Beard Boys. Hey, and on Instagram at Beard underscore Boys Official. And go follow us on TikTok at Beard Boys Official. Hey, love all you guys. Cue up the music there, King. We are out. See ya. I was playing the music. Oh, shit. Break it down. Hey. Hey, we out, motherfucker. Sit. <laughs> the whole time you were talking.